let's get into the first part of it. Take it away. All topics, comments, and opinions in this podcast are for educational and informational purposes. All right. Yes, riding the Bonds Rodeo. So we're basically going to talk about the Bond basics. And so within those basics, we're going to compare Bonds to stocks because they are totally different animals. All right. Roar. Bonds and stocks often move in different performance directions. Bonds in the bond market are heavily influenced by economic and political trends, as what is with going on now. The bond world is considerably larger and more influential than the stock market. Fun fact. Really? Really. Wow. Yes. World economy, in part, heavily depends upon international bond trading. Did you know that? No, I did not. Right. So stocks versus bonds. Okay. Let's talk about the basics. The first category is performance and security. They differ in their structures, payouts, returns, and risks in general. Bye. Yep. A way to balance and diversify a portfolio is by adding bonds to your stock within your portfolio. How do we do this? Well, we have to know what we're doing first <laughs> because, you know, you can buy the wrong bond just like you can buy the wrong stock. Bonds are a form of debt while stocks are a form of ownership. So there's a difference there with a value based on the company's growth and we generate a future rising stock. Bing. Bonds are typically more influenced by fluctuations in interest rates. So like what's with, you know, going on now with the interest rates? I mean, they're coming down a little bit. So that may impact the bonds over time well, in the, the short term. They're still going up. They okay, they came down the other day. The Fed's bringing them back up. No. Yeah. Wow. So we're on a roller coaster. Yeah. yeah. They're going up. Again. Mm. <sighs> fluctuations in interest rates. Here we go. We're living it right now. 2022. Stocks and bonds are both influenced by terrorism, politics, and fraud, though. Okay. Those are some of the risks. Interesting. Uh, there's an average return on bonds, like treasury bonds, and it's usually lower than that of the stock return, but not always. You have a limit of a return risk by investing in treasury bonds, though you get a lower return. So some of them are safer, right. in other words. So your, your T-bonds, not T-bills, your T-bonds. Um, and then you have the other end of the spectrum of bonds. So those will be your junk bonds, like the junk drawer of bonds, you know. And they can offer um, stock-like uh, returns, coming with a higher risk though. So you can get more bang for your buck, but you have a lot of risk. You okay. <clears throat> Those would be like your your graded bonds, you know, that are low in the alphabet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Well, like D, E, 
D. And Triple D. And Triple D. Yeah, all that other drama. Um, so you have interest in bonds. So you've got a fixed interest rate or you have a floating rate. So it depends on the bond itself. All right. For example, you have zero coupon bonds and they pay no ongoing interest, but they build up to full value redemption through compounding interest over time. So however many months or years it is. Right. You have bond yields, two things, current yield and yield to maturity. So your current yield is the yield that you receive annually based on the dollar amount that you paid for the bond. All right. Mm -hmm. So let's say you've got a $2,000 bond at a rate of 6%. At $1,800, you pay less than par at a discount to get it overall in the long run by their calculation, a 6.7% return. All right. So it would be an example. And then you have your other yield to maturity. And that's the total amount that you see as a return on the bond from purchase to maturity, including interest over the life of the bond, plus any gain or loss in, um, incurred based on the par purchase, either above or below par, excluding taxes, factoring in coupons or interest payments. <laughs> There's the disclosure. So it makes it easier to compare various bonds, you know, when you look at those two options for yield. But your goal is to determine how well the bond will perform over time. Let's talk about bond ratings. Okay, okay. bond ratings. Yeah, it's like a report card All right. for bonds. <laughs> yeah, we're in the school of bonds right now. Here we go. So you have some corporate bonds and then you have some municipal bonds and they're rated by financial analysts like S&P and Moody's, etc. The rating indicates the soundness of that invest investment as its report card on the bond company and its performance, obviously, and its credit rating and that type of thing and mm -hmm. where, where it's headed in the future. Right. Right. So it's calculated by the track record of the company, the financial situation of the company, the rate of income, and the degree of risk associated with that bond. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Do you know what the highest rating is on the report card of bonds, Shirley? Maybe a triple A? It is triple A, like a battery. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The best to purchase bonds are the triple A, the double A, the A, and the triple B. Oh, okay. Now, most men would not say that for bra sizes, but for bonds, yes. Okay. Ask of risks, Shirley. So what kind of risks are associated with bonds? They're bond credit risks. Okay. That's what. Yeah. So a less common risk is your call risk. C-A-L-L. -L, call. Calling. Hello. Uh, the issuer can buy you out of your investment before the maturity date when rates drop and higher interest bonds are called in to issue new ones at a new lower rate. So it's like a little switcheroo, <laughs> like, you know, basically. Oh, yeah. They'll call, they'll call them happens. in. I don't know. I don't know. It can happen. Yeah. Then you have your credit risk, obviously, which we've talked about on other, you know, mm -hmm. episodes where the company issuing, in this case, the bond defaults, resulting in the loss of the principal investment that you put in, which is why bonds are rated, though, to help you select them except for government bonds are not graded and they're safe investments as bonds. 
So you have riskier bonds that have lower grades, like we, like you had mentioned with, you know, D, C. Right. Right. <clears throat> so you want to buy bonds to sell. Um, it's defensive rather than to buy bonds to hold. So you have kind of the way you can strategize okay. there and look at the length of your bond. Then you also run the risk of interest rate risk. So if you're selling a bond, then you need to be concerned with this yield risk buy shorter maturities and roll them over, you know, try to mitigate that. All right. The longer the maturity of the bond, the more volatile the price will be with a change to yield. You have, lastly, an income risk. So that's a double risk. All right. Yeah. First part, you have a risk of selling, not getting the full value or par. Two. Inflation will surpass the rate of income that you're receiving from the bond. So that's inflation risk. Junk bonds, junk drawer bonds. You're close to failing on the report card of bonds. C minus and D minus kind of C through D levels, basically, you know. You so who makes these ratings? Well, we, well, well, surely, I said, S&P and Moody's, et cetera. Okay, et cetera. Right. Yeah, yeah. The financial analysts right, do this. Right, see? right, okay. You know? Um, now, deeper than that, I can't speak on that. But the junkier the bond, the greater the chance of defaulting. So I think I would listen to those financial analysts. Yeah, me too. You know, for real. Now, there could be diamonds in the rough and an up-and-coming company like the next Disney could roll around and you could get real lucky or Tesla or whatever. How are bonds priced? I don't know how bonds are priced. All right, well, let's talk about it. Um, so we expect a daily price fluctuation in bond pricing. <clears throat> so they could change day to day. Okay. So bond listings are massive. They're like one and a half million of them approximately. Freaking crazy. Of different bonds that you could purchase? Yeah. Okay. So like, I'm going to let those financial analysts figure the, that part out because that, I mean, thousands of stocks right. is what we've talked about previously in so many episodes, but one and a half million bonds on the market, private, government, all these other options. No, 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 no. All these grades. No, 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 no. I don't have time to sift through all that. No. You know, think about it. No, you know? that's more yeah. than, yeah. Yeah, but the listings are merely benchmarks from which you can determine a fair price for entry or exit into particular bonds. And how to buy bonds, Shirley? Now, this is where it gets really fun for me because you know I love me some auction. Yes, you do. Ooh, I love it. Uh, so you can buy those through brokers and brokerage houses and the government sells those treasury bonds on that U.S. Treasury Department uh, website, which we have mentioned previously in another episode, mm -hmm. um, where you can basically auction for them, you know. Um, but you're going to, they're not handled by brokers or banks through the government, though. Right. You know. You need to pay attention to the interest rates if the bond is not bought at a fixed interest rate. Like, what's wrong with that? You know, think about it. Yeah. It was not like, hmm, why is it not being bought? Uh, interest rates fluctuate because of many reasons. The inflation rate, exchange rates, economic conditions, supply and demand of credit, actions of the Federal Reserve. 
which is what we talked about right, previously, yeah. Jane, yes. you know, altering those interest rates and also the activity of the bond market itself, you know, can be trendy. Mm-hmm. You know, there can be trends, you know, trends within bonds, just like, you know, those meme stocks that we've covered before. There can be meme bonds. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Now, there's a relationship between the bond price and the interest rate. Okay. So the bond price goes up. What do you think? The interest rate goes down. Down. Now, if the bond price goes up, then the interest rate goes down. Mm-hmm. So they have that relationship. An inverse relationship. Inverse, correct. Yes. Shorter term bonds usually come with less volatility and impact uh, from interest rate movement. Longer term ones, not so much. Our last section that we'll cover on our bond basics and you know contrasting and comparing with stocks and bonds would be the yield curve oh okay the yield yeah. curve mm-hmm. so to me it sounds like a what some type of curve yeah some type of graph <laughs> some type of graph that shows a curve guess what that's exactly what it is so it's an interplay of short-term and long-term interest rates it's a graph that maps out the correlation between bond yields and time to maturity. Okay. You would like that. I think you would like to study the yield curves of bonds, surely. I can see that in our future. <laughs> and you lead the pathway there. All right. Yeah. So when you're looking at the yield curve and the, that graph, looking at the correlation, most times the normal steep curve upward and to the right. So I guess to the viewer it would be like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... So short-term bonds have lower interest rates and the rate climbs steadily to maturity. So that's why you have that steep, normal kind of curve pathway. But sometimes the curve is flat yield or an inverted, so obviously opposite uh, line or curve, signaling a slowdowns in the economy where short-term rates are higher and long-term rates fall or short-term rates are higher than long-term rates as in a recession. Mm. Yeah. That leaves food for thought about how those yield curves look right about now. (laughs) So that concludes our bond basics. Part two, we'll talk a lot more about the types of bonds and really getting into the nuts and bolts of all those different one and a half million-ish bonds that we have available. I mean, it's, 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 yeah, we had to split this one in half. Well, thanks, Anita Michelle, for enlightening us on bonds, on the basics of bonds today. I really look forward to hearing the second part of this. And I hope that you, our viewers and listeners, join us for the second part of this. And I hope that you have a great day. And if you're checking us out on YouTube, I hope that you like and subscribe and hit the notification bell so you'll be notified of the next time that we drop a new video and For all of you listening on podcasts, thank you so much for listening to us. And I hope that you have a great day. Yes. Until next time. Uh, Hey, don't keep us a secret. That's right. Yeah. Drop us some comments, some likes. We want to get some more interaction. We love it. And tell everybody about us. Yeah. Have a great one. Bye. Bye. (sighs) Technical difficulties. How about that? Hello. Hello. Hello, hello. It looks good to me.
Great. All right. 